This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, wait, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be something there that interests you. If you, do, if you do join us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live. So if you support us at any dollar value, we'll whip you a nice little link where you can come and join the party and have some chats. That's a lie. Well, most times. Not, not today. <laughs> it's been a long day. Time schedules. I just watched four hours of wrestling. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. Without knowing what the, when the wrestling ended, I didn't want to plan, plan and schedule a specific time. AW fucking brand. By mm. the way. It's mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to, if you want to support us in a more one-off fashion, head over to popcultures.com slash shopping by shirts like this. Where is it? I don't know. Oh, it's in there. Oh. Another like- assorted shit with our logos <laughs> on it. This one is the wrestling. Um, and we are also Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist where I think this week we'll be streaming some more VR potentially uh, Trover Saves the Universe or uh, Five Nights at Freddy's VR both codes thank you kindly provided to us by PlayStation Australia I think it's technically FNAF 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 that's the same I'm going to make when I shit myself I've never played the game before like, at FNAF. all <laughs> <laughs> FNAF uh, I've never played FNAF before, like yeah. ever. Well, not even like it's any of its what, like eighteen variations. Mm. Is there any good? I don't know, but not the VR version. <laughs> I mean, like the game in general, because like your kid plays it, right? Oh, I used to back when it was you know Markiplier streaming it and Jacksepticeye streaming it and you know all that. It's just jump scares. I hate jump that's, scares. That's pretty much it. That's what it is. I hate them. Mm. <laughs> it mainstreamed to jump scares. Mm. I don't know. It's fun. Well, I put myself. Probably, yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're jump scares, but they're good jump scares. Because mm. is it my now? My understanding is it's like you're working at like a Chuck E. Cheese esque shop, mm. and then it's got a bunch of screens. Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. Yeah, thank you. And then you're, you're, <laughs> like you're looking at security cameras, and you're what you're trying to prevent something from getting to you, or the animatronics come alive at night, yeah. and try to get to you, and you can flick. But if you're looking at them on the screen, they don't move. Yeah, and there's but you've got limited power to flick between the screens okay. so you have to survive until 6am without running out of power I think it starts at midnight Okay, I think 6 hours is alright manageable um, but the more you switch cameras and stuff the quicker your power goes down so it's all you know you got to remember who's in what <coughs> room and what's mm. closer and what's priority you can quickly close doors but that takes power and yeah mm. it's like a resource management kind of game in, a way, with, in a way spooks. but with spooks and the jump scares tend, tended to be, like, earned, I felt, anyway. Well, because for the first three games, they don't move when you're looking at them. Mm. But then there's one in, the, I think, the fourth game, when one of them hits a certain corridor and you flick the camera there, it's sprinting down the hallway towards you. 
And that scared the fuck out of people because they've been conditioned. If I'm looking at it, it doesn't yeah. move. And then to see one sprinting in that last corridor before you, it's like really panic inducing. Wow. That's well, cool. well, that's the thing because it's... If, I don't know if that happens in the VR. <clears throat> no, we don't, we, need, well, we don't know yet. We'll be playing it this, this Wednesday. If you're curious, come check it out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash popculturist Friday, uh, Wednesday, 8pm. Training some time. Because I think the work, I think how it works by the sounds of it, it's this impending doom. Yeah, pretty much. It's this constant tension that sort of sinks you in. Yeah. You can look at the clock like it's 4 it's four a.m., but I've only got like 20% power left. Mm. You know? I'm not managing stuff well enough. So you know the jump scare is coming, yeah. but you don't know exactly when. Uh, and I'm sure there's... the the From the pictures that I've seen of the, the bears and the mm. ducks, and they look pretty fucking horrifying. Yeah. No, it's a cool concept. I think it just outstayed its welcome. In the mainstream stuff, mm. but it, it, I'm sure it's good in VR. Well, because one thing we did talk about, if we ever, because when we read this out on the on the, uh, on the drop one week, and you said, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll come stream that if you if you if we end up getting it," mm. you, you're down. Maybe it's school holidays now. Ooh, so. maybe, maybe. Well, let me know. Let yeah. me know. But also, our, I remember that literally as we were talking about. Our it. other worker has gone to Bali, so I'll be working. Ah, uh, long days. Muchos. 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 Mu- muchos aircon. Muchos more. <laughs> <laughs> Muchos air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ben, man. Good. Yeah. I'm still sick. Good, it sucks balls. Yeah, why? I don't know. I got I got a chest infection at some point. Uh, I think someone coughed in my vicinity. Because I just got, you know... <clears throat> it's been I, that time when my kid coughed in my mouth right after picking him up from daycare. Yeah, that, like, that could have happened. <laughs> <clears throat> and, like, the worst thing is, like, I went so long without having a cough because I finally worked out what my old cough was. Mm. And then I got sick and I lost like my voice again. Yeah, it was my nose. Mm. And then now I'm coughing again and mm. I hate it. Like I've coughed so hard before, like I've janked a muscle in my shoulder. <laughs> so if I cough too hard, it's like there's someone stabbing me in the in the back of the head. And just don't cough then. It's very hard. Oh. Where's it, the willpower? Yeah. <laughs> just outthink this, outthink the virus. <laughs> all in your head. And the problem is, yeah, it's that raspy cough that's like deep and, you know, that hollows your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one where if someone does that cough near you, you're like, they're sick. Yes. And, there's a <coughs> and you're like, oh, you just had to cough. <clears throat> and then there's that one cough type where you're like, ooh, he's yes. not having a good so time. So during the wrestling, James got inspired, as he does. Um, he proceeded to be- beat the piss out of myself. Jem, uh, your young and a restless co-host, and Craig from the Mullet Show were all around watching it. And then at one, he he did a big, not a, not quite like a gore, mm. but like he, he came at me with an elbow yeah. and got me right in the side mm. and just emptied my lung. And then because I can't breathe properly, come out like, <coughs> and then he kicked you. <coughs> and then he kicked you in the dick. And then I died. And then I came back. And then you arrived. And he's like, hey. And I picked him up and then he kicked me in the dick. So mm. it's been a good day. Yeah. Sounds like it. Mm. Mm. Been, been, been times. But uh, yeah, no, as we watched all, all the wrestlings, because we can't talk about wrestling fucking anywhere in the show. We can only talk about wrestling always. Um, <laughs> AEW, Torrent. Y'all should watch it. Fighter Fest. Take the piss out of Fire Fest. Mm. It's exceptional. Mm-hmm. You get to see a great uh, Attitude Era hardcore match with like uh, chairs. Mm. and tables and then a chair wrapped in barbed wire mm-hmm. and then barbed wire just wrapped into like some it's like someone got this table and then just fucking stapled barbed stapled wire, barbed wire into <laughs> it. um then there was thumbtacks mm-hmm. um yeah. all the good stuff all the good stuff mm. and it's all dean ambrose yeah so it's like all the stuff he's this is his first hardcore match since leaving wwe mm. 
So you, you can tell. Considering what he did before WWE, he's probably yeah. got about eight years of pent up hardcore. Yeah. To get out of his system. Yeah. So you can you can watch him and like he's in pain. It's like he's like you're enjoying this. Yeah. yeah. He's like oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like because uh, Joey Janela, the guy who takes on, like he, he took his shoes off. I'm like don't you dare put him. Oh, they tacked him with the, like shoe him with the, like bare feet tacks. Oh. 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 I think Jem nearly vomed. <laughs> That's cool. It was good. I watch it when I get. Damn it. good match. I watch it when I get. Out. But yeah, yeah. Um, we've been playing it. Uh Destiny mm, Two. Yeah. yeah, it's a good game. Still digging it. It's still fine. I'm running out of things to do now, Ooh, which no. is good. Oh, good. No, because I wanted to get like all this shit done before Shadowkeep, mm-hmm, the next mm-hmm. expansion, comes out in September. So I had about eight months worth of stuff to kind of wrap up. I'm almost there, and I'm I'm happy with that. I'm, Very nice. Yeah. An anthem, yes, we'll get to mm. that. Which you were nice enough to drop off for me when I couldn't get a copy. Thank, thank you, Patreon. Yeah, thank you, Patreon, for <clears throat> journalism. Yeah, um, investigative journalism. <laughs> yeah. uh, which we'll talk about in the main topic. The whole thing with that is: is it as bad as the internet yeah, says? Well, the title of the video probably suggests that. Yeah, anthem. Is it that bad? Yeah, it's pretty much what it's some bullshit be. like that. Is it really that dumb? That garbage? Mm. I'm gonna make sure you when you read it, you feel like and that. You, accent. you have like, uh, and I have like. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, well, which one do I believe? Uh, I have to watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we'll talk about that later. How about you? Uh, Division 2. Mm. Oh, Big sorry. One. I also bought Spec Ops The Line in the Steam sale for six bucks. Yeah. Is that, is that Steam stuff still going? Yeah, till July 4th. So I might have a squiz. I'm going to have a look at it. Good stuff. Everything on my wish list was on sale. <clears throat> yeah, mine too. Literally every single thing. I have like three games in there though. Oh, Steam's like, because you get an email and it's like there are 15 items on your wish list on sale I'm like no because <laughs> no. I was expecting just what's, one, what's in your wish one list? at a time just as something would pop up on sale mm. I'll pick it up not all of them at once what's in your wish list uh, Spec Ops The Warlock of Firetop Mountain mm-hmm. uh, Hand of Fate Firewatch which is $7 Firewatch is fantastic yeah, yeah, that's, that's, probably that's totally worth 7 bucks um, The Mass Effect Trilogy mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can remember yeah, I got three. I've got and then sometimes you go to your wish list and you're like, why the fuck is that on yeah. there? When did I ever give a shit about this game? Mm. I remember two, I got Beat Cop, mm. which is that cool little like 8-bit police game. Mm. I've got uh, a game called Software Developer. Mm. It's kind of like a like a, like a tycoon game, mm. you know, where you run like a software company yeah, and yeah, make, yeah. make cool stuff. And the third one, I can't remember. Oh. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, my <laughs> so they're like, "Hey, all three of your games, mate." Okay, mm. I've been meaning to get on Spec Ops for a long time. Mm. Every time so I hear it mentioned, I'm like, oh, "I need." Well, because yeah, everyone, see what this is about. everyone jerks Spec Ops. Everyone's line. like, "Yeah, the gameplay is okay, the gunplay is okay, but the story is but the just story so and, fantastic, and the theme and the choices you have to make like really fuck you up." So I'm, I'm kind of well, because that's the thing they talk about how it's like um, <clears throat> this mon like what's the word I'm looking for like this. Ed- edgy but in the good way like this yeah. never told I think story it in, I think it will pretty much epitomise the Wrong Side of Heaven song by Five Finger Death Punch okay have you heard that song uh, I don't on think so on the no. wrong side of heaven but the righteous side of hell it's about, nope. va- about wall vets and stuff okay it's good you should watch the video clip you'll cry you'll definitely oh, cry I love crying um, yeah so I'm keen to play that what are you doing? Oh, Paradigm. Oh. Paradigm was the other game. It was a, a, this weird game that we played at PAX. Yeah, right. Yeah, some weird indie game. Because I'm like, I couldn't remember any, what it was. Anything more? 
No, it was there. Okay, just a weird indie. Yeah, it was, it was this weird. Like it had like a. I think you may have been there that year. Mm. Like it that had was like a long a, time ago. Yeah, it had like I haven't a, been to Bax for like three years. Yeah, it was. They like, had like a sloth dressed as Donald Trump. No, that no, was weird. No. Cool. Okay, but yes, we played Division Two. Uh, yeah, for those that are unsurprised, um, I hit World Tier Five. So that's two world tiers since we last spoke. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're in the real end. I'm pretty sure that the, I thought I'd mush the black task, and they're like, "Oh, black task is back!" Mm. Like, fuck, man! Like, I thought I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they still around? But yes, I'm at that point now where I'm like, I'm almost at 500 on gear score. So I think, and finally, it's the max at the moment. It is in but terms then, of item but level. But then you have to go in there and dick about with the specializations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but. Like, you can have all 500 gear, and that's fine. Mm. But if you're not building around a certain spec with certain perks and perk hunting to get certain things with certain... to optimise, mm. th- you know, the 500 means nothing. Yeah, so I think that's where th- that's where I might check out, because that's where it's not mm. fun anymore. Ah, uh, okay. Only because I've, I've never focused on that sort of grind before. I'm sure if I once I work... Because I did that in DCU, right now that I think about it. I was mm. like, I want a specific gear set to order to achieve this. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I remember grinding like that in DCU. That's where the hunt... Like, that's where you repeat the content. You mm. get the chest piece you need, but the right perk isn't on it. It's mm. like, fuck. You know, can you do the infusion thing from... Do you have it on an old piece of gear that you can bring... You know, you got to optimise. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the shtick. So right now I'm going. I'm just working through each of the specializations because mm. there's a trophy for that. So you know, kill someone with X with each of the specializations, uh, and then I think I might go for the plat. So I'm about fifty two percent trophies right now. Mm. Um, there's a couple of squad based ones. It's like get a photo with four people. Um, you know. Oh, you're gonna have to do the hunter masks then. Yeah, they're fun. And then there's like dark zone ones because I've barely touched the dark zone. Up to it's point. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not like <clears throat> it was in D1. Mm. Oh, no. It's just like these are things I've, I've just, got, just got to sort of check off to get mm. the plant. Mm-hmm. But it seems pretty straightforward. Like I'm slowly chipping through each of the main missions at 100, at, at hard mm-hmm. to get that trophy as well. Um, and I said it up, as I said last week and I've said the week before and all single player up until this point. Um, I think I'm going to need help with that raid. Because apparently that raid is built around needing like six people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's fucked, man. Have you looked it. at anything? No. You, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it took, <clears throat> I think, I don't think a PC team beat it for about a week, I mm. think. Which in terms of online, like this kind of stuff, that's unheard of. It's normally the first 24 hours the group will knock it down. I think it took the first PC group about a week. Wow. And console it like a month and a half. Damn. Because it, Obviously, they're shoot. It's exactly the same raid, but obviously PC users have a lot of benefits with you know mouse and yeah, keyboard. accuracy. And so yeah. it took console like an extra month to, wow. for a team to knock it down. And if you're going to do that, you need a proper optimized gear oh, to do shit. proper damage. Right. Yeah, I might need to help me is the raid a, a trophy? No. Oh, you just want to do it? Yeah. It's oh, next okay. Well, because like, yeah, because I'm I'm not quite. I don't think I'm quite ready to rock because the season passed. None of the none of the new things have dropped yet. Mm. So it's pretty much down to like, well, I've exhausted all my new stuff I can do. Oh, okay. And the raid is the next new thing I haven't done. Maybe you'll enjoy the dark zone. Maybe I will. Maybe I, I think will. it's fun. I think it's fun. Uh, yes, yeah, so I think that's the probably the, yeah chipping away at that. But I've also been playing Vacation Simulator. 
So uh, I reached out to PlayStation Australia originally, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm, look, I'm on the hunt for Vacation Simulator. Can you help a brother out? And uh, they're like, no. <laughs> talk, and like, talk to the direct. So I'm like, okay. So I emailed Al, 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 Alchemy Labs. I emailed them just saying, hey, help a brother out. So yeah, so thank you. Now. <laughs> so this is the first time that we've ever reached out directly to the developer, mm. and they were like, "No worries, man. Here you go." Ace. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's cool. That's cool." Now, of course, that always comes into it. you take that into into account when we do review a game, of course, or give our first impressions. But I thought that you know, in full disclosure, it did come directly from them. Um, so, Vacation Simulator is a sequel to whatever year it came out uh job simulator so it is a completely vr game mm-hmm. uh so there there are some drastic changes here so <clears throat> job simulator the basic premise for that was you're in a, a, a two by two not even like square maybe even a meter like a meter meter and a half square right uh and you can fuck with literally everything within that one one and a half meter square like mm-hmm. the limit pretty huge mm-hmm you just like whatever you want to do grab it you can make fun with it very cool idea in terms of uh, that system it's one of the most elaborate VR games that I find personally because it, they just pack that sm- small space because they're not spread out over like big spaces and trying to do big campaigns like it really worked in that small space mm-hmm. um, first game we got a platinum on by the way and it was kind of by accident because the game yeah. was very quick uh, so what they've done here is they've taken that idea of job simulator and now that you've done your job now you mm. go on vacation uh, oh so it's continuing yeah oh. so it's continuing the story so yeah. this uh <clears throat> saying that though as i mentioned that they've done that whole square thing they've now expanded it into more of that open world so it's it's kind of smaller 1.5 meter square events mm-hmm. over a larger map right so uh you have there are three there are three different locations that you can mess about in first one being the beach a key vacation spot for nerds for dorks because sand sucks uh and <laughs> for the skinny people yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the second is camping mm-hmm. so in a nice yeah, mountain camping i'm okay with i like camping mm-hmm. uh and the third one is a mountain so on the snow or maybe. Never been, in, never been in the snow. It's not as fluffy as you'd expect. I'm sure it's really hard and uncomfortable. It is. It's not nice. And just wet. Mm. It's wet all the time. Mm. It's worse than sand. Ooh. Oh, I hate sand. It's like wet sand. Oh. in your pants. Oh, <laughs> fuck the snow. Uh, yeah. So, what? If you, sorry, if you got a wee, you, you can visually see <laughs> the shrinkage. Oh, I don't have that much room to shrink at the best times. Um, yeah, so, so what they've done is so in each of those locations, you have a there's a small series of uh, uh, essentially mini games, and there's different layers within those mini games, like a beginner, intermediate, expert, whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the the game wants you to collect memories, because what what makes what makes vacations is the memories that you have. Oh, what makes a good king? Someone with a good story. Still good stories, apparently. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, though, with memories. Yes. <coughs> so, <coughs> pardon me, because they're robots and they're all analytical, and it's like, you know, that's is how we record how good a holiday is by how many memories you make. So, mm-hmm. we need to go and collect all these memories. There's X amount of memories in each place, you know, and that's how we prove how, how much of a good time you're having. It's brilliant. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of these good, uh, like, stupid 
because they're human because these are robots and humans have died at this point died out at this point um they're, they're all unsure of regular humany aspects i'd love for this series to get darker mm. like as you said all the humans have died at this point like let's expand on that a little bit <laughs> <laughs> well apparently there's a way to shut down the simulation in the end oh. there's a trophy that's like shut down the simulator the, the vacation simulator oh. so i think that at the end you see what is behind the wall oh. behind the curtain breaking the fourth wall yes i've done that yet so uh <clears throat> i've done I've, I've had i put about five hours into at this point so I did two hours on stream on wednesday and then i was like hmm and it's like i go hmm oh it's one in the morning i've worked in fucking five hours i've been up for working five hours <clears throat> it's fun oh it's awesome like it's yeah. real good so like there are some good things i said they've they've drastically changed the scope by making it bigger and better you get there's a lot more different styles of mini games which mm -hmm. is fun uh however because they've expanded those mini games none of them feel as in depth as the original like where it's like you could do a, so you feel like you could do like so much in that small space because they've taken that like it's not it feels like a mildly shallower experience when you when you process it from from a game from uh, as an overall thing but but it's as you sort of zoom in you're like okay no there's like 15 things i can do here compared to the one so previously mm -hmm. it was like you work in a kitchen you work in a mechanic you work in you know a quickie mart or like a, a service to, uh convenience convenience store, store. there's a fourth one there i can't remember um the job the office office thank you yes 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 yeah um yeah so you, you, this is what you can do like there's your four options that's all you've got you're done so and what they've really done here they've, they've found a great way to connect the three i'm gonna call them hubs i guess like being like the the, the beach and that mm. so some of the tasks involve you doing minor fetch quests as in like build this take it to this bot in this world and then it's like, oh, in order to build this item, you need to go here. You need to go to the mountain and grab this twig and then go to the beach to grab this shell and come back here with snow and we'll make something. Mm. Um, humor's on point. It's it's great all around. Uh, they, the, the movement system is very much that teleport to key locations so that that's great for me there's no there's no risk of motion sickness here which is it's just nice i like it it's charming as shit because it's the same sort of uh you know crt monitor robo dudes and they're funny um no i, I really i really enjoyed my time with it and I, and I will continue to enjoy my time with it because i will endeavor to push that plat this plat will take longer than job simulator did you just don't just have to finish the game to get the plat <clears throat> no it's like there are some kind of like do this and this and it's like this plus this and this so there are some things that are a little bit external to it which is cool um this job simulator had that job, sim job simulator was complete the complete the four worlds plus there's a couple of things you have to do extra like do it in no gravity mode do it mm. in this so there seems to be a bit more additional layering in that sense um I'm trying to think what else i can say about it it's kind of fun uh the controls are about as intuitive as they were before no real major changes in there uh some minor changes though because one thing that used to happen was <clears throat> if you drop something on the floor it would just disappear and come back to where it was originally found mm. so that way if you were trying to clear some space mm. it would just go bleh, and reappear back to where it was yeah. so now what they've done is they've changed it so you can drop it on the floor and it will stay on the floor but because of the camera you can't go to the floor so you hover your hand and uh, then the, 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 the item floats up and then you can pick, choose to pick it up. 
That's cool. I like that. Yeah, so so you go, uh, oh, I need that. Oh, not sorry, not that one. Then you grab it. That is awesome. Like, that completely big game changer in mm. terms of, of just how it works. Because, yeah, they're one of the first missions is, like, go and choose what your character looks like, which you never got to do before. Um, so you go into the bathroom and you see your character and there's a bench covered in, like, soaps and toothpaste. I'm just like, which <laughs> <laughs> is fun. And then it's like, well, oh, crack, I have to pick it all up. <laughs> Yeah, because normally I just go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I think it's great. Um, I'll endeavor to, to finish it more, but I, w- I would certainly put it in the similar bracket to like games that you must play if you have VR. Mm. Uh, mostly because it's, it's uh, a simple experience. It's a wide experience. You get to see multiple uses of VR. As in, like, rather than just, you know, an experience, it's moving around, it's doing cool things. It feels incredibly intuitive. Like, Job Simulator has, for a long time, has been one of the staple games I use to show people VR. Because mm-hmm. the idea of that dense space, do it stuff. So it's a good expansion in that way. I would, I would be very fascinated to see what they do after this or how this ends by look at the trophy list. It's like, where will this go? Will it have that fourth wall breaking and, like, the fall, fall of the human simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, what, you know, what happens after you work and go on vacation? When you go back to work. Death simulator. Oh. Like, die when you come back from Retirement vacation? Retirement simulator. <laughs> You're oh in the nursing home. Oh, my God. Home. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a wheelchair. Like pulling people's walkers out. Yeah. From the- <laughs> <laughs> Having dementia. It's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. But no, it's a great game. So big thank you once again for, for providing the code for us. Um, as I said, I, I, will, I will likely stream it again because um, maybe as I'm getting the last sort of sets to get that, we'll get that, that plat on camera. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it was, it was absolutely fantastic. Maybe Five Nights at Freddy's will be too much for you on Wednesday. Yeah, so Five Nights at Freddy makes you poop too hard. Mm. I'm like, I need, to, I need to calm down and then I'll go, go on vacation. Fair. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Cool. But that, is all that we've been playing this week. So now let's go and get into the section we call Inform the Players, where we tell you about what happens this week in PlayStation. Not a lot. Not a lot this it's week. Been it's been a pretty quiet week. So I've got like, uh, like real deep dive stuff here. Sweet, man. Like tariffs and shit. Oh, yeah. politics. <laughs> uh, number one, according to an insightful Wall Street Journal report, Sony is looking to make deals with major publishers in order to put the PS5 in the best possible position when it launches next year. <coughs> I guess that's also a confirmation it is launching next year. Cool. The publication claims the platform holder is focusing on major big budget titles and is lining up both timed exclusivity and exclusive content to differentiate itself. This will likely end up an extension of the PS4 strategy. We're partnered closely with major releases like Destiny and Watch Dogs to give it the upper hand. If anything, its bargaining power is likely to have strengthened since the launch of current gen console. So don't be surprised if it spotlights some whopping third party titles when the PS5 is finally revealed to the world. According to uh, all this, according to Wall Street Journal, is coming at the expense of smaller indie mm. studios. Many indie devs and smaller publishers feel like outsiders. But speaking anonymously with Orca Takashi Mochizuki, one executive explained, in very arrogant way, I would say, that it's not a problem because the platform is simply too large to ignore. Which is true. Mm-hmm. But just hearing it spoken, mm. I'm like, fuck off off your high horse well, but it's also uh, true yeah Who, so it's, who's going to release a game on platforms and go and go oh are we going to do it for PS5 of course mm. you're going to do it for PS5 if you can yeah 
Because I, 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 I think that, yeah, the wording there is horrible, but it could mm. be lost in translation. True. Like, it could also just be like, we'll take we'll take you. Yeah. Like, you know, as in, like, we are so large that people will want to come and we're happy to have them. Yeah. You know, or it could be like, we are so large that you have to be here, motherfucker. Where, where are you at with <clears throat> exclusive content and timed exclusivity? Uh, because, because before you go on, we've shat on Microsoft's Tomb Raider deal very, very hardly. Yeah. Very, very heavily. But yeah, that's a, that's, that's a time, that's a timed exclusive game. But PlayStation haven't really done that, if I can recall. They're lining it up, apparently. Oh, well, yeah, I'll have an issue. And it's lining up both timed exclusivity and exclusive content. Okay, that's a little different. All right. So, I, I, okay. Okay. Yeah, content yeah. I'm, um, okay, I'm shitty with and okay with because when I played PS3 and I played Call, when I played Call of Duty, having to wait like two months for fucking map mm. packs was mm. balls. Mm. Um, Let me say that. We primarily play on PlayStation. Yeah, so, so it's, it's going like, to be Well, yeah, it doesn't matter for us, but, you know, I'd... I'd, I've been dabbling a fair bit in my Xbox as well, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that's a bit shit. It's look, it is a bit, it is a bit shit. Like unquestionably, it is a bit shit. But in the console market, this has become the common practice, yeah, no. and it's that, and it is dirty. And you know, as I said, it, it show it is that capitalism that we were talking about last it's the week. Free market at work. It is because like they don't have to take up those deals. No. Like. PlayStation could come to you and say, we'll give you money for timed exclusive. You always can say no. Mm. I suppose that that mimics the whole Epic Store thing as Mm. well. But the Epic Store is offering a better service to developers. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Maybe not for the consumer. I know. Mm. But for the developers, if they're taking that deal, there's obviously a reason for it. Has to be a reason. PlayStation's reason is just... We have more consoles out in the world. Yeah, and it's that. So do you want, yeah, do you want to guarantee like people do like our, garan- Do you want to have a guaranteed hundred million install base? Yeah, like people like yeah, people like our exclusives. Mm. So if we say you're exclusive, people will automatically be drawn to you. Yeah, you it makes make sense. I think it's. I still. I've because it seems like I could be wrong, but the way I see it is that you know Microsoft and Nintendo are trying to move away from that and having a more yeah. open shared markets whereas sony is still very much it's mine which they can do they absolutely can i think that comes from when you know you aren't the market leader Mm. of course it does as as, as, as we said like we've speculated in the past like microsoft used to be that the same you know when they talk about ps3 arrogance right at the start Mm. of the cycle xbox 360 became that in the end Mm -hmm. i mean like they as xbox were winning there was that hubris there like look Mm. at xbox one and when they're like when they dropped the Xbox One and they were all those big announcements. Mm. And like these decisions, these very consumer focused decisions are simply, it's a, they're not super, very cynical, mm. but it is simply to get more people in. Like, it's always like it's, they're not doing that the kindness of their hearts. Like they mm. aren't making no, these relationships because it seems like the right thing to do. It's like, but that's how <clears throat> the industry moves forward. Mm. Someone is losing and they have to change the game up in order to get back ahead again. The yeah. reasons for it, they want to make more fucking money. Yeah. That's it. It's not because we love our fans, it's they want more money. And I'd lo- I would love to see a timeline where things were swapped around this gen. Mm-hmm. PlayStation trailing, Xbox fucking killing it, just to see just what the landscape would be. Yeah. Because you can't, like, 
I can't see Sony doing what Microsoft are doing as losers. I kind of But agree. that's because I only know Sony now. Yeah. You know, in, do you get what I'm saying? Like, if Sony were in that position this gen, I don't know what they'd do, but I would love to somehow know. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, no, I completely agree, because, like, yeah, that is a good thought experiment. Like, would it go the same? Yeah. But there's, you know... There's no way to know. Yeah, because I truly don't think things like Games Pass and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. would have existed mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them being second. But I'm glad they do. But yeah, this is one of those things. Like this is where, so this is the situation where comp- competition breeds excellence mm-hmm. because they have to. And mm-hmm. like being second totally works. And like as we said last week, look at the likes of Apple, industry leader, thousand dollar monitor stand. <laughs> because no, because who the fuck's gonna who, who the fuck's gonna argue against them? Mm-hmm. But didn't Apple's slogan used to be was it does more cost less? Or yeah, something? it does more cost less. Uh, but now so. because they know because once again they are too big to fall. Mm. Like we'll you'll buy our shit. Whether whether whatever we put on it because but, yeah, we're the big I'll ones. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah look, this I is th- a general thing. Yeah. We, we won't. But I <clears throat> do you think it's a bit presumptuous on PlayStation's part? What that they're going to be winning the next gen? Oh, I don't think they'll claim the win. They're winning the next gen. Well, it's it's yeah, but no, 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 what what I mean presumptuous as in maybe presumptuous isn't the right word, but it's like let's secure this now. Because we don't know how things are going to go. Yeah, that's that's business. Yeah. Smart business. Yeah. Great business. Yeah. They're like, well, how can... Like, although we may not win the next one, mm. how can we secure at least a strong start? Mm. Mm. But who's to say behind the scenes Microsoft aren't doing the same thing? They, I guarantee They're clearly they now mm. putting more money into their gaming business than they, I think they ever have before. Yeah. Um, so who's to say they're not throwing... Doing the same thing? They just haven't disclosed Simply by them buying up whatever studios they can mm. is that same demonstration. So although they're not having timed exclusives anymore, they are just having straight-up exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their plan. Their plan is... Because, you know, as of right now, there is... The studio has potential. Mm. They're small, but we can see them being more. Let's bring them and into the fold. And they're open to us buying yeah, them. let's bring them into the fold smart there's a lot of good business decisions going on as far as consumerism goes though sometimes it's, it can be a bit shit yeah um, I said, I, I'm in that weird place where I, I don't think this big free open market that everyone kind of jerks around for, for you know I think it's a little bit too um, a bit too lefty <laughs> You know, I like. I like. You don't have to put uh, aside. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can't think of the right. I can't think of the right word. It's the only word I can think of. Like, um, you, what you think it's the current trending topic? Yeah. No. I th- yeah. I yeah. I just. I think the industry, although it's good for the consumer, I just don't know how whether it's be- super beneficial for the industry overall. Because it's like it's that weird that situation. It's like it, by creating this ultimately open platform, mm. it actually makes shit harder. I, I mean that in like. If they're only working on first-party exclusives, like there's no real reason to own separate boxes. Good. I'm a, si- I don't want to own separate boxes. Yeah, but from a business though, it's like oh, well, I get that. But <clears throat> if the market is pushing it that way, they have no choice. That's true. They can stop they their feet are, all they want. Saying that though, they are also the market. Yeah, they can literally so, do like, whatever the fuck they want. Both but companies could like people have been arguing this for years, mm. and only now what's happening. It's only because they went, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, there was a period of time, like, why do I have to own two boxes? But now that it has <clears> happened <throat> to a small extent, I don't think you can pull it back. No, you can't pull it back now. No, no. If you have not. to either keep it as it is or go forward. Yeah. You've already started this process, which 
obviously gets a lot of consumer good faith and to pull it back I think is a bad business move oh yeah I completely agree like you can't go back now like yeah. the, the train is gone the train has started the train has left the station the train has left yeah and like I, I feel like I'm that conservative prick that's just like oh change is bad and I, I agree because um, it, it's, it's ultimately not going to affect how I play games because I play games always the same way I think a lot of that opinion probably stuff. comes from perusing the internet though and just getting sick of it yeah probably all yeah. the comment threads and all that stuff, yeah. you know, and just going, just fuck, shut up. Whereas if you weren't exposed to that, mm. maybe. It oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure some of my opinions are tarnished by the internet. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I, I just this, this it's like big anything open on the, the PlayStation Australia Facebook page going into the comments is just like, oh, shut up. Mm. Especially like the top selling games comments is just like, oh, this is this is the internet. Yeah. In a comment thread, this is a perfect example. Why is everyone buying Fallout 76 in his anus? number two this week. Yeah, it is. 19 yeah. bucks, that's why. Yeah. It doesn't matter why. Does it doesn't matter why. It's number two this week. And in the comments, everyone's like, but Anthem is the best. Why are you playing it? It's the voice I give to anyone that's dumb, my bad. <laughs> anyway, free market, good, I suppose. Speaking of, speaking of markets. Speaking of markets, number two. Earlier last week, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all petitioned the US government to reconsider their stance on tariffs placed on goods imported from China to the US. Uh, I'm going to skip over all the, the bullshit. The tariff is being proposed by the Trump administration as part of the wider economic standoff between the US and China, which would include a 25% increase on video game consoles, controllers, arcade machines, and even board games. The trio of console manufacturers explain in their letter that, quote, while we appreciate the administration's efforts to protect the US intellectual property, blah, 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 the disproportionate harm caused by these tariffs to US consumers and businesses will undermine, not advance, the goals. So basically, if all this shit happens, we're paying a lot more mm. for everything we love. I don't want that to happen. I don't think there's anything... <laughs> but what can I do? I'm just... One man! <laughs> you know what I mean? But it is something to be mindful of because we already pay more mm -hmm. than what the exchange rate would dictate we pay for the, for this stuff. If if we go by like current dollar conversion, our new releases listed at 99.95 or 109.95 is still too high. Mm -hmm. So we're already paying more. And if this happens to the US, all that gets passed on to us. Mm -hmm. And that's bad. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Especially especially with new consoles in the next year. Yeah, because they're already like 600 Already going to be six $700 for us. And if this happens, they'll be bumped up to nearly $1,000. Yeah. And I'm going to buy one anyway. But <laughs> you get what I'm saying, yeah? And it, it'll go to games as well. You know, getting a new release at JB for $69 probably won't be a thing anymore. It'll have to be the $89.99 EB Games, 130 bucks probably. <laughs> Fuck Just, it. Yeah. Um, no price matching. So this is bad, but it, it is good to see the three big labels mm. kind of get together on this and not individually petition, but go in as a group representing the largest entities in the industry, you know, arm in arm. Yeah. Like, ha. Not really. Just, it's just a letter, probably signed by the three companies. But see, I, I, I we're probably gonna get a little bit political here, but like I have an issue with this because I, I'm pretty confident this decision for these tariffs comes from a completely xenophobic stance. Of course, and it, it's one of those things like we're taking this stance. Like you understand how greatly this is going to destroy the market. That America they, first. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, but America. Like yes, but this will destroy America's market. Like this won't. Like this is not good. This is actually a horrible economic decision. Yeah. Like yeah. But China, 
China. Did you know China helps North Korea like, and they're bad? Like, that's not true, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, come on. Yeah. No, seriously, yeah, there's... I'm not deep into all of that stuff. I couldn't say much about it. But yeah, I just know I don't like it. Yeah. I give once again, I like they're coming together. Um, that's very cool. Because, uh, like, in terms of gaming, is it is one of the largest markets in, you know, it keeps in the word market. It is one of the largest, well, like... It is. It's exceeded... Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, it exceeds film, music, film. you know, plays. Uh, because plays anymore. But, like... <laughs> It's one of the biggest things in the world, and I think it's a voice that needs to be heard. Uh, you know, in the f- in the first time ever, I think it was this week or last week, uh, Bernie Sanders came out yeah. and supported unionisation. Did you, unionization s- did for you video see? Because um, you know how he 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 was like he had a, there's a picture of him with like a mic, and he's got like these sound things behind him. People yeah. have like been superimposing him onto Twitch streams. <laughs> <laughs> like he's streaming Dota too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, funny. But yeah, no, he, he's he, the first, he did yeah, do that. first person to endorse um, like video games in a positive light. Or mm. well, sorry, not endorse, talk about video games. Like most politicians only ever mention when it's bad. Mm. Um, and this is something that sort of was brought up to me personally during Sacred Symbols, which mm. is the, the Colin Moriarty um, politician podcast. Who is uh, very well engrossed in US politics. Yeah, so for him, it was like, you know, he's the right person to like. You know, I'd, vote, I'd vote Bernie. Well, yeah, because, you know, we're. Not like, just for video we games. Are that inclined, not just but, for yeah. video games, but I'd. I'd vote Bernie. Well, it's, uh, the best thing about Bernie is because a lot of his platforms are shit we already have here, like universal yeah. healthcare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, like when it comes to like vote, we talk voting for a second. <coughs> Down here, it's like, give me a face that I want, like I'm inclined, mm. I want to vote for you because I agree with you. Give me that, and I don't feel like we get it. See, down the, here. the the problem here is the Australian political structure is we vote for parties, we don't vote for people. Mm. And, but, the, but there's always a face to the but party. But they they've done that because of the because of the U, the yeah. US model. Yeah. The US model is enti- entirely people. Mm. So like so you have to have a face. You have to have a face represent because you're voting for that person. When you're voting for parties, I like when you that. when you get in that federal election, you don't vote for Tony Abbott. Mm. You don't vote for Scott Morrison. Mm-hmm. Bill Shorten, mm-hmm. you vote for Labor, Liberal, Greens, like but, but where fl- in the US flipping, you vote literally yeah, for a person. But flipping that around to video games again, mm. we'll talk. We, we so talk the reason, about, sorry, the, the point I'm making there is like I'm going to get back to that. Yeah, okay, cool. The reason we talk about how good it is to have people like Phil Spencer and Sean Layden, mm. the face of the company. You know, you don't buy an Xbox because of Phil Spencer, but he's who you associate mm. it with. And the Aussie political parties, are, I feel like, are the same kind of thing. Mm. Whereas there's the face there that draws you into that part. It should be, yeah. To what I think it should be. And we don't get it. Whereas it, in the US, I'm like, Bernie's cool. Mm. Because I understand him and what he wants to do. Not all this shady party shit going on in the background. Well, that's the problem with the, uh, that's the, problem with, with the party structure is that it's very difficult for us to align, as people, to align with the party. Because although a party may have some views that align with us, mm. like as in let's just say Joe Blow who's part of the party party he's really down on partying like mm. fuck yeah but although within the party party there's some like you know he this guy has awesome rock music parties mm. so we're like yeah let's vote for him because he's part of the party party but half the party party wants to rave they want to rave yeah but because you <laughs> but you can't vote just the rock party people no. yeah, you gotta bring yeah. the ravers in as well yeah and so no you, one wants to hang around ravers no especially when trying to rock so like <laughs> 
<laughs> so you have to vote Josh for the party. We should do a political show. <laughs> Politi- Australian politics <laughs> for dummies. But simplified and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> With no sources. No, a little no. bit. Anyway. And that's probably, and like, so... Tariff's bad. Tariff's tariff bad. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, with Bernie. Like, Bernie and the union stuff. Totally cool. Uh, it makes total sense. Un- uh, uh, Bernie's super socialist. So, like, mm. it makes total sense from now if you want to talk about unions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so having them come together for tariffs, totally rad. Um, whether it'll be any change or not, I don't I don't think... I don't think the... Uh, I don't think the current government in the US give a shit about petitions, mm. papers, or anything that isn't what I well, want to n- do. Not much longer left... Him, oh, he's got a second term. You reckon? I guarantee he's got a second term. I think they're due for an assassination over there. <laughs> it's been what forty years? That's yeah, been a long time. Uh, JFK. I think. Yeah, this was a long nineteen sixty-three. So we're due. So, so I, th- I probably years. shouldn't expand on that. Actually, yeah. Putting, no, sixty. Putting this actually. on the internet. Yeah. Oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, I next gar- week show by yourself. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh has been called. Uh, been collected. I guarantee. Uh, hey, we gar- talked about assassinations last week. Turns out, in a funny twist of events. Josh got assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's getting a second term. I'm pretty. I'm, it it horrifies me. That would make me very sad. But I guarantee it will happen. I don't know, because I th- I think the younger crowd is more into it than ever now. Yeah, but there's but there is a lot. I suppose of the oldie, oldies out 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 <clears throat> number. See, but this is the thing. Like you know, the, the this is a, a side discussion again. But yeah. and the, the greater topic of society. In general, we are more divided than we ever have been, mm. and because of that division, people are being forced to either spe- either end of that spectrum. Mm. Like, there's no room in that middle anymore. Every- centrism. The centrism doesn't exist. Mm. It it does in on individual bases, but once you pull back and you look at an overall like mm. subsect, it the division yeah. is there. It's totally there. The division is always there, and it's a real good game in the shadows. Yeah, watching, waiting. <laughs> For the it's, not the it's not the hero we need right now. Um, <laughs> the one we need later. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not the one we want. It's the one we need. But yeah, so for that reason, I think because everyone's just, like it's just this split, and that split is that divide is bigger than it's ever been. Mm. Um, yeah, unless unless the uh, the the left side, so like the d- democratic side, I guess, have a big tentpole person like Trump, mm. um, I think it will swing it back to him. Interesting times. Yes, and all of that. Of- unfortunately affects video games which is why we talked about it to start with yeah let's move on from politics please before we yeah I feel like we're going to places we probably shouldn't yeah because we're not smart enough we are not smart enough look I'm pretty sure everything I just said there wrong but it sounds right yeah and that's important I did it with confidence that's fucking fake news right there not fake news that's ooze (laughs) 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 number three Sony has patented a new technology that will help remove loading screens from games that use it the patent title quote system and method for dynamically loading game software for smooth gameplay catch your name otherwise abbreviated to Samfdl no you can't abbreviate it describes the technology <coughs> that loads in data in advance in order to prevent load screens. The patent explains that the system can monitor the player's character and use this information to load in new areas in preparation as the player approaches them. Oh, that's good, yeah. Quote, a load boundary associated with the game environment is identified. A position of a character in the game environment is then monitored. Instructions corresponding to another game environment are loaded into a memory when the character crosses the load boundary, such that gameplay is not interrupted, the pattern describes. So it's pre essentially pre-loading areas around you. So if, you, if, if you hit, there'll be like a checkpoint, 
an invisible one, when you hit that, the game's like, okay, you're obviously heading over here. Mm. I'm going to start loading that up now as you as you get closer towards this. So okay, getting a, it ready in temporary memory. On a good something. note, though, by, by hearing that, that makes you sort of get an understanding of what technologically powerful the next gen will be because that takes that would take a lot of RAM mm. well did you see the, the processing power. when Horizon came out there was a thing of like how open world games yeah, it work loads only in your cone and as vision. you turn it's just that cone shifts mm. as well and there's nothing behind you in the game world it's just mm. I, I found that really kind of eye opening because you you just assume you know, I stretch my neck out you're right you just assume that everything is you know you're in the middle of the world mm. but you're not you're only showing that cone in front of what you're looking at and there's literally blackness and empty space behind you and that's kind of cool yeah like just getting that perspective on it you know what it's I mean? how to learn how it's done yeah because yeah. most games they load like the room and then you'll yeah. fuck around in the room and then you yeah so yeah like i said <clears throat> what the way i interpret this is that there's just an invisible checkpoint you cross heading towards a new area and the game will start loading that up in like reserve memory yeah and then at, when you're finally there it kind of goes here it is yeah so the only thing the thing that I wonder so say say there is like you're in like a, a we'll use um, we'll use the basic room hallway idea mm. so you're in a room you've got two hallway splits like I assume there's an algorithm that tells depending on how on where you're walking in what direction so say that like there's the threshold like two thresholds and if you like break it there it loads this up like does it have to pre like pre-memory both of those who knows? Yeah, so it'd be interesting. So there's like three, three. I, I don't. I'm saying, I like, wonder how. I see much. what you're saying. If if you come to a fork in the road, how does it know which one to load? If you're walking straight up the middle. Yeah. Well, once again, with computers and, and things, these happen at like milliseconds. So yeah. I'm sure it's, it's it's totally workable. But interesting though, I like it. I like, I like where uh, this is going. It, it sounds rad. This and is it, what I want out of my next. Yeah. This this is where further technology needs to go. Mm. Not um you know. Where is the name of it? Systems and method for dynamically increasing high resolutions to work at 8K. Like, I'm glad we're not getting that. Like, this is... The, we're getting smarter games rather than prettier games. And I also like the It's not about being pretty. It's about being smart, man. Mm, which I am neither. That's a shame. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the pop culture. But I like that... I like we're at the point in time where we get to keep talking about next gen regularly now. Yeah, man. But it's starting to amp up. Hype's getting real. That's cool. What's not hyped is PS Plus games oh, sucks for balls, July 2019. You will get Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 and Horizon Chase <gasps> Turbo. Oh, <laughs> what a what a mislead! Uh, yeah. So Xbox gets Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, what? Yeah. Fuck. Just saying. Yeah, Horizon Chase Turbo is some car racing game. <coughs> uh, Pro Evo Soccer is, I think it may be a soccer game. I don't know. Might be. Rim has it. Who knows? Never played it. Um, but yeah, shit whole month. It's actually lacrosse. Oh, <laughs> surprise goal! Uh, yeah, shit. They absolutely. We've said it before, but they they've got to do something. Like by this. taking away games, we expected better quality shit. Mm. Well, because like, now for the comparison again, Xbox have combined Xbox Live and Game Pass together mm. for the so same. You, yeah, so you get free much. games plus access to hundred games. Two hundred games more than that. Yes, yeah. With PS4, and all the you brand get new games like yeah. first part, like Gears is going to come out on there. Halo's going to launch on there. You know. Yeah, you stuff. get so like you used to get six games, you now get two of subpar value. Yeah. So like, this is this is that thing. So when, previously, you could still have two kind of low tier, lower tier games like this, but because you had the padding of the other four, you go, oh, it's not too yeah, bad. There's, yeah, there's enough there. Like, I got though. fucking six games. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, you know, I went from no games to six games. I would like them to see with the amount of PlayStation hits they have now, just cycle through them through the month. Mm. 
Because there's 25 PlayStation Well, because they, they announced new ones What's this week. What's wrong with having The Last of Us on there? Yeah. It, it's 1995. Mm. People will flip if The Last of Us is on PS Plus, but it's only a $20 game. It doesn't matter because it's The Last of Us. Mm. God of War 3, Horizon, Persona. They're God of War 3 has been on there already. Yeah, no, but what I mean is they're all just $20 games now. Why not put them on PS Plus? Agreed. One at a time. You got enough there now for two years. Cause you got mm-hmm. over twenty-four games of one a month. Of course, with something supplementary as well. I do. I do a PS hits, another game that you've worked out with a third party, and a VR game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they need to do something. Look, even if they bring, if, even if they put a VR game in there, mm. it would kind of make the deal better. It would absolutely make the deal better. But then there's the argument for the people that don't have a VR. Well, what value am I getting? Well, this is that situation of like, well, too bad. Like, yeah, no, v- I get VR it. I is one that. of the big pillars of what place. Not this is a big. It's not to you, but it's no, just no, like, I understand. You know, it's I like, have one. It, well, yeah, 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 sure you do. But I mean, like in terms of the like, well, VR is a very important tent pole to us. So we have the PS4, we have the v- we have the VR. Previously, it was PS4, PS3, and Vita. They were our pillars. Now yeah. it's not. Now it's these two. So but we we know how the internet is. Mm. What am I getting? Like that doesn't help me. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll just be a thing. That's all I was pointing out. Anyway, yeah, the internet's bright. PS Plus is love you, internet. fucking please shit. Tell, please don't let us show. Yeah, the internet sucks except for people that listen to us. Yeah, yeah. you're awesome, you ten, 10 people. Yeah. Top selling games for the week ending 23rd of June 2019. Number 10, NBA 2K19. Number 9, Fallout 76. Number 8, FIFA 19. Number 7, Spider-Man. Number 6, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because I put an extra S in there. <laughs> Number five, GTA five. Number four, Mortal Kombat <coughs> eleven. Number three, Black Ops four. Number two, Anthem. Number one, Crash Team Racing. You go Crash Team Racing. Uh, and there's one quick bit. EA Access will arrive on PS4 July twenty fourth. Cool. Not getting it. I'm not getting it, but someone might want to for Anthem and stuff. That's it for the news, Ryan. As we have a chat to the players about Anthem and if it's as fucking garbage as it's being made out to be. Yeah, so last week, uh, EB Games, I think EB Games is still on the sale right now, we noticed mm. that EB Games, JB Hi-Fi were all selling Anthem for $19 dues. Mm. And as the internet at the large has been just violently shitting on the game... Including us. We, yeah, we've shut Not violently, yeah. but we have shut So we played the beta back in the day and didn't really do a lot for us at the time. And... Uh, on top of that, you know, it being cheap and, you know, the idea they've they've pulled everything out of the roadmap and all these different things are in place to for make us go nineteen dollars is a fair buy. Look, for nineteen bucks we'll we'll do some minor investigative journalism and it's as basic as we can get, mm. which is just I'm gonna play again. I'm gonna give it to Josh I'm gonna <laughs> buy it for Josh. We'll use we'll use the sweet Patreon dollars because that's what it's there for. We'll use that. For Josh, mm. Josh will buy, buy, you know, take the hit, mm-hmm. spend as much time as he can with, time with Anthem, not the cost hit, the time. Yeah, and then over, like, yeah, I was, I, I was PR at this point. I'm like, yeah. it's a free game. Yeah, now, <laughs> now pay me in time. Um, so I gave it to Josh. And a good review. And he, I've probably over the next couple of weeks, it'll be ongoing, hundred yeah. percent. Um, is would you see? Is it as shit as they say? It because. Is? You know, you can play the first 10 hours, but these kind of games obviously live off the end game, which yeah. Destiny 2 has fucking down now. Mm. Division 2, I think, is maybe getting there. In terms of yeah, I think it, in terms yeah. of varied activities to do while progressing your character. 
Correct. I think the once we get the season pass, because like my my idea is like I want to grab that season pass as well for division. I might reach out to Ubisoft. Hey, Ubi, if you're Shane, if you're listening, help brother out. Um, yeah, or if I buy myself, like you're fun. This game's great. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, so I think that like there you'll get your ex- your things that change the world, mm-hmm. and you know because that's the end game is the most important mm-hmm. part in these games. Mm-hmm. So I want to play it to the end game mm-hmm. and give <clears throat> the end game a good solid go. Maybe by the time I get there, the stuff next, will have happened. Next thing will Maybe we don't know. So you brought it over to me Friday afternoon slash Friday evening, mm-hmm. like six o'clock, five o'clock. Um, so I need this is probably my first eight hours, eight to ten. It's roughly. pretty good solid writing, like a it's day good, and a half. Because right now, for context, it's four o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, I, mean, I had nothing to do yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I took the dog to the vet and stuff. But, you know, oh, is he okay? It's a checkup. Oh, is he yeah, good? Three hundred dollars yeah. later. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, immunizations. Oh, it's like, it's like throw the box, fuck, get the dog. <laughs> That's more than I bought him for. <laughs> I'll just buy another one for cheaper. <laughs> yeah, no, just a general checkup. I'll just get a cheaper, healthier one. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> no, he's Mickey Mouse. He's good. He's a good boy. Um, so, I'm having so much fun. Really? I'm having a lot of fun. If anything, to, to summarize before I even start, playing it, kind of makes me sad mm. in the way that I'm seeing so much potential oh there, okay and I know it's not realised but there is some there, and other people have said this too there is something there that could just be great amazing the moment to moment when you're in the world the moment to moment gameplay is incredible mm. flying around your abilities and your guns and there's shit happening and there's cool particle effects it's so satisfying the combat the activities you do in between are pretty uninspired it's pick up these things and put them here defend this area like, and just every mission is the same kind of thing just with different voiceovers for mm-hmm. different reasons but the combat itself is so good and incorporating the flying into that. Like, I'll jump off a cliff, fucking nosedive down, the boosters come out, hover above, throw a big ice bomb over there, zoom down, do the melee big smash ability, shoot this guy, change shotgun that guy, throw a grenade, jump in the air, fly around the tree for some cover, peek out. And it's, it's cool. It is. You feel like such a badass mm. when you start incorporating all this stuff in. Because... In the beta, particularly when I played it, I was using my guns. Forget about the... Not forget about the... My, that was my next, thing, my next, really qu- my next statement it. was, I heard that it was a very special... special space combat. Like, as in, like, guns don't use your Guns specials. are supplementary, yeah. I feel, to <clears throat> your abilities because they're all... you got your L1 and R1 abilities, which are interchangeable as you find different abilities in the world, that are on like 10, 12 second cooldowns mm. and they combo off each other and stuff. And then you've got your L1 and R1, which is normally like a, a defensive kind of ability or like a little temporary boost. And then you've got your ultimate and then you've got your melee ability. So you're really cycling through all your abilities and then gunning in between for a few seconds. Whereas when I played the beta, I was treating it like Destiny, yeah, where same. it's guns first, abilities later. Mm. But when you get that kind of flow going in combat, it's very, very fun and satisfying. The probably what stands out to me the most is the world mm. when you're out in the world doing freelancer stuff. 
doesn't really feel alive think is the right word whereas what i mean is it feels like everything is placed there because they need something there for you to do it doesn't feel natural yeah whereas the comparison of destiny is always going to be there when you're on a planet to me it feels pretty lived in like you if you're not there shit is still happening down there the enemies that the various enemies are still fighting each mm. other you know it says you know the enemies move against each other and that means the cabal and the hive have started going at it you know all that stuff is still happening right. even if you're not there whereas anthem's world just feels like you know here's a here's a zone with a, a thing and then you fly a bit more and here's another thing with a thing you can do it all feels very artificial mm-hmm. looks brilliant even though the, there's a pretty severe graphical downgrade from the trailer and Correct, all that, yeah. I still think it looks really, really nice, really, really beautiful. But the the world itself <clears throat> just doesn't feel alive. Like, it feels like if you're not there, everything's just frozen in spot and nothing is living. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. Yeah. Like, in The Division, you go back to your the White House, like, you know out there the hyenas are still fighting... Um, the who are the not the Black Tusks the other ones what well, like the t- True Sons yeah the True Sons you know they you know the, all the factions are still going against each well, other that can happen. you You're can see control points you know people you know you can see the convoys and, and yeah. on their routes and everything and if you happen to wander down a street you might turn the corner and see like yeah you know yeah. like True Sons versus yeah, outcasts against civilians you know yeah. sometimes you've got a gun to them and they're ha- talking to them you feel the world is no matter what you're doing the world is still moving along. Like, and of course, similar to Anthem, like these are pre-planned moments. Like of it's course. not as it, it's yeah. the way games work, mm. but because the amount of power to run the world when you're not mm. there is insane. But even as simple as looking at your map and mm. seeing, like I said, the control points being taken over, your allies moving to this spot, the enemies are moving just in like mm. a line form. It's like shit is happening and I can go interfere with this right now should I choose to. Whereas with Anthem... Yeah, it just feels like if you're not in the world, then nothing's happening. Speaking of like these, these little nodes, like the enemies that are within them, how are the enemies? Fine. Is there multiple species, multiple I think I've types? fought two, three species. I think I've fought, yeah, three. I fought the Dominion, who are like the main enemies, who are like coming to take back over the world or some shit. Uh, the... Sh- Scrags? Skags? Not Skags, that's Borderlands. Starts with S. This, this, I'm going to get into why I don't know why they are, what they're called. Um, and then, like, the insects, like scorpions and explodey bugs and stuff. Yeah. That's what I've found so far. Um, but you don't... So far, I don't know who they are. I don't really care. I've, you know, the, the, the skanks are being portrayed as like this nuisance species that aren't really humanoid they're more like a hive mind kind mm. of thing I don't know who they are what their motivations are why they're being dicks to us I don't know any of that whereas in Destiny like the Fallen have such deep lore like they used to be Guardians yeah. way back they had the Traveller and the Traveller left same them. as the Black Tusk yeah the Black Tusk you know they're this military you know you know who the enemies you can find out lore on them you understand their motivations and why they conflict with yours whereas so far in anthem the dominion okay they're the bad guys okay the insects they're they're bugs you go into they their, live here, you yeah. go into their territory they're going to come and fuck you up they're bugs the the skanks i don't know i don't feel anything for the enemies they're just there for me to fucking blow up mm-hmm. which is satisfying like i said killing them is great it's a lot of fun 
but there's no recognition i suppose is the word as in like why am i why are we fighting each other right now yeah i don't know it's just you're you're shooting at me so i'm gonna shoot you back so pretty much so far what is being said about it is kind of true naps over hey buddy bye where are your pants I can't have you on camera if you've got no pants on. <laughs> you gotta go. You have to go, buddy. Go back to mummy. Cause you gotta, if, you, like, if you had pants, you could totally hang out. Huh? No, you got no pants on. Can't have you. I've got. <laughs> that is daddy's phone. Thank you. Are you gonna go put pants on now? <laughs> How was your sleep? Ah, ah, ah. Be rocking the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. You want to say hello to everybody? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> want to do yeah, yeah, yeah? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you go to mummy now? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, please keep talking about it. But laugh, laughing doesn't help, does no, it? Because he's like, ah, no, but he's like, ah, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't not, can you? Alright, keep talking about Anthem. It's a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I need you to go, go to mummy. Why do you smell like deep heat? <laughs> what? Why does he smell like like uh, aloe vera or something? He just, <laughs> he just sprayed laundry stuff in his own face? Yeah. Everywhere, okay. <laughs> not just in his right, face. Taste that noodles Everywhere. for mum. Yeah, mum needs noodles. Anyone that's not watching is just listening is going to sound like the weirdest shit. Mum needs noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your pants? Mum needs noodles. Do you want to say yeah, yeah, yeah? <laughs> Why do you smell like DB? <laughs> oh, I love my kid, but kids are weird. It's a tough line. Future parents. Speaking of future parents. Before we jump back into the Chugman Anthem, big congratulations to our community, one of our community members, Max. Oh, really? He's having a bob. Oh, sick, man. December, the little one's due. And John O'Peck. Whoa. Whoa. Not Whoa. like, it wasn't Max and John O'Peck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, John O, uh, and also in, so uh, yeah, Ali and Max are expecting in December, mm-hmm. as is John O and Hannah. Um, congratulations. So big congratulations to both of them. You Very know, nice. Jono, we we have here on here all the time. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid. And he's, you're there all He's time. fantastic to us. And Max, we go way back. So <laughs> we go way back. But, yeah, big um, fan of Max. So yeah, the world itself doesn't feel lived in. Mm. It feels very bare, uh, which I think also attributes to there being only maybe two biomes. You've either got big grassy place or underground to like underground darkness. Yeah, tunnels. Yeah, which I feel like also the tunnels kind of go against what the game wants you to do because you can fly in there <clears> it's quite difficult though <coughs> you feel very you feel very grounded mm. whereas the game kind of excels at fly around and do all this cool stuff but then you get psyched and you're like I can't really fly around in here you know mm. what I mean in terms of Fort Tarsus which is the home base there is nothing worse than loading back into there after doing some stuff and seeing speech bubbles everywhere it's like oh no because it means people have new dialogue options. Word. And there's so many, and it's so frequent 
that it's bad. actually no it's some of it's actually quite good there are a couple of characters there that i really enjoy talking to uh owen who's my cypher who basically uh rides shotgun oh okay like he, he does the intel through your when you're out in the world he's like oh you gotta do this and that and you're like he's your jarvis him. yeah pretty much he's your jarvis he's a person though yes exactly um Matthias, who is like some scholar trying to decrypt some stuff and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some good characters there, but it's the frequency of the dialogue and the length of the conversations. That goes for so long. Like, apparently these moments are where the bioawareness really comes in. It is to an extent, but uh, what I what I took from Bioware games is pretty much anyone you could have dialogue with had quality dialogue mm. and you enjoyed listening and conversing whereas it's probably 50-50 here there are some people who have a speech from like cool can't wait to talk to you you know I'll be there in a second other ones is like just shut the fuck up skip it I'm shut the fuck up okay. talking about like their past mm. it's, it's trying to like world build you know this, this is where I came from this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and it's like I don't care man I don't care man um so that's a bit of a drag. Look, but in, in true, like, that is very real in a lot of rural conversations. Yes, it is, which is why I avoid them a lot. <laughs> uh, Fort Tarsus is also very bland in the way that there are people everywhere, but there's, like, no one's talking. Mm. And those you walk on, like, hey, freelancer. Hello. They're, and they're all in their own spot until you walk up and they go... Hi. Yeah, but you, you know how there'll be games where there's like muffled dialogue all around, it's muffled noise, and then yeah. you'll hear something a, a layer. Like even above. Skyrim has that. Where <laughs> yeah, you're kind then of you'll hear something through. a layer above that. And it's like that's directed at me, mm. so I can go talk to this person. You get that, <clears> but there's not a lot going on underneath it that makes it feel like these people are actually doing something. It doesn't seem like anyone has their own routes. Like they move, you know, they could be here or <clears> here. You know, they they're the shop vendor, but their house is there. They could be there or there. Just anytime you're in the fort, everyone's in the exact same spot. The kids are playing with the same toy cars. The guard is standing in the same spot with the same dickhead look on his face. <laughs> Again, mm. if you're not there, the world isn't living. Everyone's just waiting for you to come T-Pose back. Waiting. Yeah, everyone's just waiting for you to load back in and come back and talk to them, um, which is a shame because, like I said at the start, there's so much potential there. And these games always have a hub. You know, you've got the White House, you got the tra- you got the um, the tower in the division, and you got Fort Tarsus, which sounds cool. Fort Tarsus, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's very big. Mm-hmm. And it would be so much more convenient if everyone you had to talk to were just in a circle room and you could just do a lap instead of being like, "I got to go to the bar." Talk to this or just literally sit down and like they're all sitting there and you want like like almost like it's AA and you look at them. Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. Or them. they're just you sit down at the table and they just line up. It's like, mm. "Come on, yep, okay, move, next person." You know, but it's such a pain. To, of course, you don't have to go around and talk to everyone. So do you get? Is there in terms of talking? Do you get benefits like yes. items or no? You missions. Get, you get or, rep. Okay. So there's three factions to get rep with. I don't remember what they all are at the moment. But as you increase your reputation with these factions, you get access to new crafting blueprints and higher level. If they're a vendor, you know you can get higher level materials from them. So there is benefits to talking to them. Just sometimes it's really fucking boring, and <coughs> drags <Excuse me>. on <coughs> a lot. Mm. But you should be doing it. And I'm trying to take. I'm trying to take my time. Like I'm giving them the time of day not just speed running through everything and saying oh the dialogue's really shit if you haven't listened to it how do you know 
you know, there's no cool characters here. Well, there is. I've found a couple that are, have really cool stories. So, you know, I'm trying to listen to everything. But as a player, it's like, it's almost like a side. You load back in, you see eight mm. uh, yellow speech files. It's like, okay. How is the loading? I don't think it's any worse than Destiny. Okay. Personally, because I timed it. Generalism. So with Destiny, right? The game initially boots up. You sit on the bungee loading screen for a little while. I'm talking from when you get in the game, right? You get in the game in Destiny. First thing you want to do is go to the tower to get pick up what bounties you want from the day. But that you could there are bounties all over the solar system. So you could typically spend 15 minutes in Destiny just getting ready for your play session. I need to see this planet on this planet. I need to go over to this planet, go here to get the bounty from this planet. The loading screens, at least on my PS4 Slim for Destiny 2, loading into the tower takes about 95 seconds. A minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Loading back to Fort Tarsus after an expedition takes about 95 to 100 seconds it's about the same the issue comes in for me is the frequency mm. of the loading screens in the way that you finish a mission it's like mission ending five four three two one loading screen 90 seconds ish brings you to the mission results screen it's like you know here's all the xp you got for the mission here's the items you found blah, blah, blah. where do you want to go back to fort tarsus loading screen 90 seconds. See what I'm getting at? There's yeah. always there seems to be one extra loading screen that really kind of kills the flow. If it was mission ends, here's your rewards and your XP, go back to the Fort Tarsus. I'd be totally cool with that. But the fact it has to load the end because the end screen is animated. So if you're in a squad of four people, which I've been doing most of the activities with randos, all around my level, no issues matchmaking, by the way. Probably because of the numbers that have been mm-hmm. pushing, selling right now. Um, but you finish it, <clears throat> and everyone's javelins are there, and, you know, they thumbs up. Or they're like, yeah, woo, and it's all animated, and the XP is like, all these emblems are coming up and all that kind Overwatch of stuff. You. It's too much. And I'm sure that's why they have to load it, because they're loading in all this stuff, and everyone's javelins <clears> are there. <throat> which are all custom, of course, and it's just too much. I'd just prefer just as... I'd prefer like an Excel document. <laughs> here's your XP, here's the items you got, get the fuck out of here, scam, keep going. You mm. know what I mean? There's just one extra loading screen, which is just obtuse. It's quite well, like what they, how The Division does. Like, you finish your mission, it's like, hey, you want to read the report? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Nah. Well, you get it in Destiny 2, you know, mission ends, and you get that, that one screen, damage done, kills for each player. That's it. And your loot pops up on the side of the screen. Whereas in doing this, they've forced to have to have another loading screen, which I think most people will be like, <clears throat> it was cool the first time I saw it. Just let me have an option just for a quick summary and skip all this business altogether. But in terms of loading from place to place, I don't find it much longer than Destiny 2. Mm. Now, both of the, the games on my PlayStation are installed on an external hard drive, which is not an SSD. I'm sure that contributes to my longer loading times. 100% it does because it's loading it from a hard one, yeah. Um, but if they both weren't and both were on the PlayStation, they'd probably be shorter. I'd still say they'd be about the same though. Yeah. It's just, like I said, Anthem... They'd, they'd be equivalent still. Yeah, yeah. Anthem just seems to have one extra loading screen. Um, what I don't like... I don't mind when you're out in the field, you're on an expedition, you find, you know, common item. 
uncommon item. You don't know what it is until you go back to the fort. They did that in Destiny? Not anymore. I when you pick up a purple it. engram, unless it's a prime engram, which is a very rare specific type, you pick up the purple thing off the ground and it's just like, you, it's this item. And it's in your inventory right now. I, I don't like not knowing until you finish because when you get to the mission screen, it shows you all your loot and it does all that bullshit, yeah? Mm-hmm. But it makes sense as well because when you're out in the field, you can't change your gear or your abilities either. Huh? You can't. But it makes sense because you go to the forge in Fort Tarsus and, you know, here's my javelin and it's like, go on an expedition, get ready. I can't take in this gun, this gun, these abilities and I'm heading out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't bring all your guns with you into the field. Now that's... Yeah. Does that get in the way of gameplay? Maybe, I suppose. But it's like... You, 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 you select your loadout that you're going to do this play session with. Just this mission or this free play roam. You know, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to take this, this and this and this and I'm out. And then when you find the gear out in the world... I don't like not knowing what it is and mm. not being able to change it in the world. It's like I find if I'm using a green gun and I find a blue item, why not? Like, why wouldn't I know if it's a gun? And if I found it out in the world, why wouldn't I be able to put it on? Do you have you know an I mean? inventory m- m- uh, like max? Yes, 250 items. Okay. Which seems pretty generous. Do you? F- but I'm only eight hours in. <clears throat> Have you, like, when you do a mission, do you pick up, like, 20 things? No, maybe, I think most of them, maybe 10. Okay. But I'm only doing early game stuff. So the reason know? I asked that was so, although if you, it's like, hey, here's some red, here's some blue shit. Mm. Like, if if you had a large storage space, because, mm. like, as an example, like, you're playing Destiny. It's play Division, right? You keep using it as a point of example. Like, I'm not going to pick up guns that are lesser than the one I have. That's where it comes in, though. You look at what abilities those guns have, and do you want that ability possibly later on another weapon? Okay, so no, no, I meant like when I first started. Oh. Like now, yeah, if you're I'm, not going to use it. You don't. Pick yeah, it up. now in the end game, it's probably different. But back then, it was like, oh, that's less than what I got. I don't need it. No, so on on your on your loot screen at the end, it shows you it shows you everything you got, and it's like, well, I don't need any of this stuff. You can salvage it then and there mm. for crafting components to craft other stuff. Um, so yeah, t- it seems pretty generous the amount of inventory space at the moment. Um, the guns are shit. The mm. guns are shit. They're just bare boned guns. There's nothing fancy about mm. them. There's nothing cool. It's just this is an assault rifle. This is a sniper rifle. I think there's two or three different kinds of them, but they're all the same. Where to Destiny, you get guns that shoot fucking energy beams you get guns that shoot fire and void and you get guns that do chain lightning bullets Mm -hmm. and you know that's the sci-fi part of it is that you can do whatever you want with a bit of creativity where anthem just doesn't have it the guns are the guns and that's that's it they might give you extra you know wearing this gun gives you an extra five percent ultimate recharge and this this is boring these are boring to shoot especially with my abilities i'm calling lightning and ice storms out of the sky and flamethrowers and stuff and then i'm going it doesn't flow the Mm. guns aren't good they are uninspired and they are boring which is why i play the interceptor because all the abilities are back so fast and he's the melee king i don't even worry about my guns 
Let's fucking chop shit up. So, yeah, in terms of the four javelin types? Yes. What ones have you dealt with? I've got... I started with the ranger, who's like the middle of the ground, good for beginners, does good single target damage. And at level eight, you get to choose another one. I chose the interceptor, who is the melee folk, really agile, speedy one. Um, so you haven't got the Hulkbuster yet? No, I think at level... Well, you get to choose what you unlock. You get... At level eight, you get to pick another one. And then I think at level 12, you get to pick another one. And maybe 20, you get to pick your last one. But you pick the order that you get them. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not set in that way. Um, but I did play the... Colo- I, the two I haven't got uh what I played in the beta. All right, nice. So you, you know what nice. I mean? Um, look, so far, all the flaws aside, as in why am I doing what I'm doing, and the world is pretty dead as in it doesn't feel like a living world it's so much fun just flying around and blowing shit up it's beautiful the controls are very intuitive and very very good but where the the real thing's going to come in I think is the end game and I think that's what a lot of people are really and that's where it'll crumble that's where it'll I guarantee it at at this point I, I can already see it because there's three they call them strongholds Oh, yeah. um, I'm interested again. <laughs> <laughs> there's three. One of them is just a recycled story mission oh. that you can match make, and then there's two more. Um, so it's going to be, you know, and without raids or anything, it's going to be, well, why am I trying to get all the powerful gear? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the point? Destiny is, you know, I want to raid, I want to do better in PvP. Like, I need better gear. That's the push. Uh, Division has the raids now it has the dark zone um, and the non-normalised dark zone where it is your gear matters in terms of level like I want the better stuff Mm. whereas with Anthem without raids or PvP why am I doing this I think that's going to be my mindset later but we'll have to wait and see so far I don't think it's as bad as they say okay so yeah in terms of just (coughs) playing it maybe to max level yeah Worth a nineteen bucks at this point. I've already got my money's worth for nineteen dollars. Yeah, I think if I never touch it again, I'd be like, "Yeah, that was fun." I got eight hours. Of it. Yeah, I spend sixty and get an hour out of some games. You know, Sekiro. True. Um, but going forward from here, it's not going to be like a main topic discussion of my time. With Probably Anthem. mildly just, at the start with the what have you been playing? Yeah, yeah it's just at the start. You know how it's going. Um, but like initial impressions, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says, but. I can see why the people who were hyped and pre-ordered are upset with their purchase. So do you think part of this is hype? A hype-based issue? Oh, absolutely. It always is with these games. Yeah. 100%. But, you know, and a lot of people now say you could tell before it came out and it's like, you couldn't. Shut the fuck up. Mm. In hindsight, yeah, sure. But the people saying, you know, oh, I knew a month before this game was going to be trash. No, you didn't. No, you Shut didn't. up. No, you didn't. You, I'm pretty but sure. But now all of a sudden... If we, ser- if we search your your handle here on Reddit, yeah. I'm sure we'll find you being like, it's going to be the yeah, best. I can't wait to play this game. Yeah. yeah. But now all of a sudden, everyone knew it was going to be bad before it came out. No, you, no, you didn't. No. Um, we were hope- we were pretty keen on it. I was. And then we played the beta, didn't interest us, we mm. bounced out. I can certainly understand why people are upset mm. with their purchase, 100%. But buying in for $19 and not really having that super high expectation because I think the internet brought my expectations so low that to me anything is good at the moment 
because my expectations were true to ha- play true. garbage and it's not the fundamentals are there and it's enjoyable so I heard something recently in my oh yeah wrestling stomping, stomping mm. grounds pay-per-view was on paper anus mm. pretty good mm. because my expectations were so low mm. I think expectations play a massive role yeah especially when I was thinking city which is apparently hot trash oh really mm. oh mm. apparently it's just because it's not the game that everyone th- wanted yeah, and I'm thinking, am I in that camp? It's, or it's, a, it's not a very the game investigative game. No, no, that's okay. I don't know. Because I think people wanted like something different, but it's like it's very. There was some there was some Sherlock games, like murder mystery mm. games, back in early PS4 days, and it's very similar to that. Because mm. uh, like I spoke to a good friend Zach from Well Played about it, who yeah. appears in the game. Like, he's, does he really? Yeah. Well, if, you, if you if you talk to one of the uh, if you, if you talk if you look at one of the tombstones on a graves, yeah. it's yeah, it says uh, Zach Jackson quote Don't you tempt me with a dead time quote <laughs> cool <coughs> yeah so he's, he's in the game so of course you'll take his bias you know any grain of salt or whatever yeah but um yeah no he he reviewed it reasonably well i think it was like a seven or mm-hmm. eight or something for him so um but anyway anthem if you buy it for 19 dollars, i think you will get your money's worth so far so let us know what you your thoughts on anthem are in those comments below or the facebook group or in the discord i said all the links are in the description so i'm looking forward to see what we get out of you on the week to week Mm. It'll definitely won't be that long. No, no, it won't. Probably, <sighs> probably too long. Are you like, do you have enough for a topic? To what was that like? Forty minutes. We're fine. It <laughs> yeah, it's well. all good. <laughs> uh, so this, so look, Anthem came out. It's been done. It's all desk into new games. The section we call coming to the blaze. We tell you what PlayStation games are coming this week. <clears throat> new PlayStation games for July second, twenty nineteen, as Divine Dios PS four PS three to digital cross by Brain Breaker PS four digital Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers PS four digital and retail. I guess it's a new expansion for that. Yes. Ovivo PS four digital Paradox Soul PS four PS Vita digital cross by Scraper First Strike PS VR digital Sea of Solitude. PS4 digital. Oh, that one. I remember hearing yeah. about that one. Uh, when humans get too lonely, they turn into monsters. Set sail across beautiful and evolving world of darkness and light, and discover what it means to be human. Embark on a nuanced and intimate action adventure where players must guide Kay through her sea of solitude in this touching tale of darkness and light. This was on uh, state of the first day of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it does look good. I don't it know did how much look good. It's gonna be. Um, but it looks like a very, I'm going to say, emotional and sad, mm. sad story. Stranger Things 3, the game. PS4 digital. I haven't seen Stranger Things Season 2 or finished Season 1. Oh, that makes you an outlier in the current world. Uh, I'm not going to read it because I don't care. I mean, the show's good. I don't care. Tour de France, Season 2019. Oh, shit. Definitely going to read this one. Will, a wonderful world, <laughs> PS4 digital retail. That's it. So... Sea of Solitude is probably, probably the one the one to check out. It's a pretty quiet week. Mm. Um, yeah. Good. If you've got VR, go check out Vacation Simulator. To play more Anthem. Play, yeah. play, play some Division. Come help, come help me get the plat. You, you talking to random person. On, yeah, oh. or Paul. Hey, Paul, <laughs> come get the plat. Because <laughs> like, the thing is, I was listening to uh, Platinum Explosion this week. Mm. Yeah, our friends over the Explosion Network, their PlayStation show. Uh, and they had old, big old Buddy Watson on there. To talk about uh, big old buddy B, big old big, yeah, the big old bud dog, um, who I constantly for the longest time mid- incorrectly called him the cruiserweight champion. <coughs> that's Buddy Murphy, but uh, I always called Buddy what Buddy Murphy, Buddy Watson. Uh, so for okay. a long stretch of time, when Young and the Wrestlers, he was in fact 
cruiserweight champion. Um, yes, he talked about like how like he got the plate like a um, like, couple months back, and because he messaged me on, on Twitter when I was like, "Oh man, this game's great," and he's like, "Dude, we fucking ground, ground this shit out like three months ago." It was you, you know, Dash, myself, and Dylan? Like mm. we could have made like where were you? Like, yeah. I didn't know then. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know what my achievements are like for that. Yeah, you play on, you played on Xbox, didn't you? Sure did. Ooh. Oh, but before we jump into the the final wrap up, mm. uh, just putting it out there, if you've been, you know if you're a regular listener of, of of this show and and you like the shit that I have to say, I appeared on two different podcasts this week. Whoa! I appeared on Jono Peck's Putting in Work, talking about uh, what we do here and sort of how our focus has changed in terms of how we make content here and mm. how we aren't as like gung ho as we once were and then and there's the reasons behind that mm. um and the second one was uh simon blackburn's uh take my tone which the idea is two people come into a show with songs and oh, we yes. sort of you know you says you need to listen to the song and here's why mm-hmm. uh his was because uh, we did a guilty pleasures episode his was all saints pure shores mm-hmm and mine was Hanson's this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now in hindsight, because that song is brilliant, I kind of wish I went with like, you know, Blue Cantrell or something, like Super Guilty. You know, but that's good. So they're, they're available on the iTunes now and I'm also guesting on uh, Dane Pevy's uh, Pushing in Blue, Pushing Through Blue Pod uh, podcast, which is about uh, sort of like mental health and those sort of things because obviously that's where I work and it's, I'm, I'm broken in the head. So yeah, yours uh, is poor. Yeah, so my- <laughs> who better <laughs> who better deserve it? <laughs> look, yeah, look, yeah, my, mine's dumpster, and uh, I work in it. So yeah, mine's dumpster. Tick, tick. I'm still trying to help people though. Yeah, that says something. Yeah, it totally does. Um, but yeah, so if you if you enjoyed what you listened to here, go uh, go check those out. Give them a shout. Look at you, you podcast slut. Yeah, dude, I hoard myself out yeah. so hard this week, <laughs> so hard. So I think so. That's no wonder you're so- sick. No, probably. So many dicks in your mouth. Oh, so many dicks. So I've got, that's four. Ep- so that's four episodes this week alone, plus this. So next week then will be f- four plays again, Young and the Wrestlers again, and then pushing through blue. Mm-hmm. Got got all fucking like eight episodes in two weeks, and ex- including two streams. Make that fucking ten. Nine. Content king. Dush. Bush. That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepopculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers. There might be something there that interests you. If you just bought us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live at any dollar value. Get yourself a nice little sneaky unlisted link and you can come watch us record the show on either a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. Mm. Brush where it's at at this point. Mm. Uh, we are. If you want to support us in more direct fashion and once-off fashion, you can head over to popculturalscom shop. We can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it. We are also on a Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. We as said this week doing some more VR stuff. Max was on what? Because Max is out. He's my resident VR guy because mm-hmm. he comes in. He he plays so much VR that he's my little mini expert and he's fun to hang out with. So I'll see if I can swing him in. So we can come and play some uh, French Five Nights Freddy's mm-hmm. or Trover Saves the Universe. Once again, thank you, PlayStation Australia. Uh, and uh, if you want to hear some more, as I said, apart from those pods we listed before, go check out The Young and the Wrestlers, the pop culture's WWE podcast with myself and Jem, the official fourth face mm. of the pop culture. Mm. 
We need really need to do a photo shoot so I can re- I can put her in pictures. We've been saying that for a long time. You've been so busy though. We haven't we never managed to put it together. Yeah. What I can do because the joys of Photoshop, I can make a picture of all together. If I, if I can, sure can. If I can just allocate some time for each person, mm. we'll make it work. I think. Let's get one of her pictures from Facebook. It's, whoop. <laughs> it's just a differently lit. Yeah. Only hurt this part. Yeah. Like we're all full people and just her face. Yeah. I like it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. I've been waiting so long to pee. <laughs>